wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. Praise the Lord. We bless the Lord this morning. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Today is the last Sunday in the second month of 2012. Let's lift our hands and say, Lord, we bless you. The last Sunday. Praise God. And this month, God has been ministering to us on the prophetic team the righteous shall flourish we have been dealing with unveiling the mystery of sanctification in the truth encounter services and today being the last sunday we are ending with unveiling the mystery of sanctification part four Praise God. And I'm doing part 4A in this service. And the second service I will do part 4B. Praise God. I want to begin with a scripture from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 7. Please put it in the NIV. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 7 he said the secret power of lawlessness is already at work but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way the secret power of lawlessness is already at work the king james says that the mystery of iniquity do rule it only he who let it who let it will let it until he be taken out of the way So we are living in the, the a days where what the Bible calls the secret power of lawlessness is working. This is a power working in secret. Praise the Lord. Mystery. The mystery of iniquity. That is why people do things that they do without not knowing why they are doing because the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. The mystery of iniquity. It is being managed and handled by the one the Bible called the man of sin, whose name is called the devil. For whosoever sinned is of the devil. Who have sinned from the beginning. Praise the Lord. So the Bible call him the man of sin. 
Therefore, we need to be alert because the secret power of lawlessness is already what? At work. Praise God. And now in 2 Timothy chapter 3, he talks about how this secret power of lawlessness will be working. The manifestations of it. Second Timothy 3, verse 1 to 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, high-minded, Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. For such turn away. Praise God. Please put it in the NIV. That is modern. So that I want us to get some things from verse 1. Verse 1. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boastful. Proud. Abusive. Disobedient to their parents. Ungrateful. Unholy. Without love. Unforgiving. Slanderous. Without self-control. Brutal. Not lovers of the good. Treacherous. Rash. Conceited. Lovers of pleasure. More than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness. But denying the power. But denying its power. Have nothing to do with them. Praise God. Now, this one, this was a letter written to a pastor of a church. From the Holy Ghost through Apostle Paul to his son Timothy, who was pastoring a church in Ephesus. Now, so, he was speaking to church people not people outside church praise the lord he was speaking to church people that know this that in the last days terrible times will come and why will it come because all the things that he talked about will make things so so difficult the arrows of hell 
will find itself in the church and be making men to work these things he has talked about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In the last days. Now, in the days of Peter, in the day of Pentecost, Peter said this was written by Joel that in the last days. So if Peter's days 2,000 years ago, he called it last word days. <laughs> then our days, how will we call it? Last test of days. Praise God. Maybe if it is in the dictionary, I don't know. <laughs> so that is why we are seeing the things we are seeing. Not even outside the church. In the church. And he was cautioning him that of these have nothing to do with them. So this end time, there are arrows from hell against you, a child of God, to get you and I into doing what is wrong. Say, lovers of evil, not of good. Lovers of what? Evil, not of good. Have a form of godliness. Let us and be praying. But he's not talking to the sister. Have a form of what? Make a chapel. Praise God. Make a heart. Chapel. A form of godliness. But no power arose of him. Now, all these things. God's spirit made known to us. We can break them down into three main issues. One, immorality. Two, idolatry. Three, rebellion. Now, in the same book, First Timothy 4. Please follow it. First Timothy 4. Verse 1. He's now telling us why these things will manifest so strong. First Timothy 4. That now the Spirit speaketh, the Spirit clearly says that in latter times. Some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such things come through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been sealed with a hot iron. In the latter times, he said, perilous the spirit speaketh especially that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith. Why? Because of this arose from hell. 
and they will give heed to seducing spirits. Giving heed to seduce and doctrines of devils. Two, having a form speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience sealed with hot iron. Please, the days we are in, if you don't guard your righteousness, things will corrupt it. Praise the Lord. These arrows are in three ways. Immorality, idolatry, and then rebellion. 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 Praise God. Praise God. And this service, I want to trust God by the Holy Spirit. We take the first one, exploit, and look at the cure and see the blessing. Seducing spirits will come and seduce men. And women to commit high level of immorality, treason. Not outside the church, in the church. If one is not saved, he's a natural captive of the devil. So the devil doesn't waste time on you. You're if you are in somebody's prison, what, what, anything he wants, he throws at you, do to you. But you are out of the prison, and he wants to get you there. So with strategies, and with deception, and with darkness, blind your mind to something. Those are the three arrows of hell. Deception, Blind your mind. And then sometimes he also wants to use power against you if you are weak. One of the deadly arrows this end time against the church is immorality. It was an arrow that killed the people of Israel. In the wilderness, the, devil, the first church, the first church, that's the church in the wilderness. What plagued them in the wilderness, one of them is immorality. Praise the Lord. And it is still at work in our days. The spirit speaker expressly. Difficult times will come because men will be lovers of themselves. Sensual, lovers of pleasure. Lovers of pleasure. So it is one of the spirits at work. In the end time. 
against the church. Praise the Lord. This spirit have two main issues. It's oppressing. It has two main agenda against the church. The spirit of immorality. One, to destroy. To destroy. In Numbers chapter 25 verse 1 to 9. By the oppression of this spirit. One day. God destroyed 24,000 men. At a go. 1,000 men. These were his children. But by the oppression of this spirit. So it has a key agenda to destroy people. No sin destroys like immorality. There are sins and there are sins. Praise the Lord. Sins are in great. They are in great. They are in great. No sin destroys like that. 23,000 men. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 8, God's word was talking about it. The church in the wilderness. He said, neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. So it has an agenda to destroy because the devil has three main agendas. Steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the operations, one of the things he's using to destroy men is the spirit of immorality. Again, it, it also has an agenda to bring sicknesses. We heard last Friday that the righteous is free from all manner of sicknesses. Now, a lot of the incurable diseases come as a result of what? Sexual. A lot of them. Check your records from medicine. Praise the Lord. You manage it, it come again. You manage it, it come again. Check a lot of immoral people, the way they die. They'll be sleeping here to be paining them. Sleeping here to be pain. Looking here to be paining them. Why? Because it is scripture. In Proverbs chapter 5 verse 11. Proverbs chapter 5 verse 11. And they mourn at the last when thy flesh and thy body are consumed. They mourn, cry. Their flesh is consumed by what? By the spirit of immorality. The whole verse is talking about the spirit of immorality. 
the adulteress. So church, we need to be alarmed. If there is something, you must be alarmed. Of is this spirit. Is this spirit. It doesn't only destroy. It's not only God. It's a, it also destroys your body. It is the only thing God has said. You also destroy my temple. You also do what? Destroy my temple. For know ye not that your bodies are the temple of the living God. Who is in you and you are not of your own. It's a spirit at work. It has wounded great men. Wounded great women. Wounded small men. Wounded small women. And it is still wounding others. Proverbs chapter 7. Praise God. It is still wounding. That slain. 26. For she has cast down many wounded. Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. 27. Her house is the way of hell. Going down to the chambers of death. Spirit of immorality. In the last days, difficult times are come. Because first, spirit of immorality will be at work. It has wounded men of God, women of God. It has wounded CEOs. Whatever your position is, it has wounded some. And it is still wounding. You will never be the next victim in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not be the next victim in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So it has an agenda also to bring sickness. Sicknesses. Sicknesses. I ministered to one lady with HIV. Ah. You need to. It's, it's, it is. It has wounded. God is merciful. Praise the Lord. God is merciful. God is merciful. Now, because this spirit is on God. Eagerly hunting, you need to be on guard as well. You need to be on guard. For God has not called us to uncleanliness, but He has called us unto holiness. First Thessalonians 4 7. So it is the spirit of holiness that you need to stand against the mystery of iniquity, manifesting firstly. In immorality. First Thessalonians 4 7. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but He has called us unto holiness. Praise the Lord. 
First Thessalonians 4, 7. You have not been called unto uncleanliness, but you have been called unto holiness. So to deal with it, we need the spirit of holiness. Something that is a mystery, willpower cannot deal with it. Praise the Lord. Something that is a mystery, decision alone is not enough. You need God's power. Praise God. Praise God. And one way we are able to deal with this mystery of iniquity that manifests in immorality is by purging your mind. By purging your mind. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are into how to deal with it. By purging your mind. When you become saved, it is your spirit that is born again. Please hear this place very well. Your body has not been born again. Your mind, which is part of your soul, has not been born again. It is only your spirit that is regenerated. Life has come in. So the very moment you are born again, your spirit has come back to life. But your thinking is still the same. Things you were thinking about before you were born again, those same things go through your mind. Praise the Lord. Your body has not changed. Your, your, you have not been born. If you are short before you got born again, then you get born again and you become tall. No. You are still short. Praise God. If you were tall, you want to uh, reduce your size by reason of the uh, material size you have been buying. You want to buy less. So that. Praise the Lord. Say, let me get born again so that my size, your size will not reduce. Praise God. You still be the same. So that means that when the mind is not dealt with, you can be born again and still be thinking carnal. That is the person we call carnal person. You are, your spirit is regenerated, but your mindset and your thought patterns are still in line with the old man. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Therefore, Jesus, speaking to the people, he said, Wherefore, why do you continue to think evil? Matthew chapter 9 verse 4. Psalm 34 verse 14 says, Depart from evil. When you become saved, depart from evil. When you come into Christ, depart from evil. Stop thinking evil. You can be saved and be thinking evil. You can be saved and all your thought patterns is evil. 
the person we call him or her. Kana. Praise the Lord. Yes. Jesus talking to the people he said Matthew 23 26 he said clean first that which is within the cup and plate that the outside of them may be clean also So for us to be able to end the evil thoughts, our mind must go through renewal. If you become saved and you are not ready to renew your mind, you will still be thinking evil. And because you are thinking evil, you will go on and do evil hot things. Praise the Lord. So the very moment you, you come into Christ, the next step is the renewal of mind. The mind must go through renewal. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I beseech thee, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as living what? Sacrifices. Your body, immorality, he's talking about. Then he said, Verse 2. He said, do not conform to the standards of this world. How to deal with it? But be ye transformed by renewing what? Your mind. If you don't renew your mind, your body cannot be presented as a living sacrifice. You still be saying, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Praise the Lord. The spirit is what? Willing. But the flesh is what? That is the, the scripture of carnal people. They are not ready to take the responsibility to renew their mind. So always the spirit is willing. But the flesh is weak. Hallelujah. Praise God. Renewer of mind. Renewer of mind. That is what will enable your mind to be purged from evil thoughts. And how do we do that? The mind is renewed one through the word of God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 10. And having put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after after the image of him that created him. The new man, which is you, the new person. You are renewed. Your mind is renewed in the knowledge of God. And that is the word. Praise God. That is the word. That is the word. That is the word. The place of the word. As you continue to stay in the Word, in studying it, as you continue to stay in the Word, in hearing it, 
as you continue to stay in the word, in studying it, your mind begins to renew. Your mind begins to renew. Your mind begins to renew because the word carries in it a washing substance that is able to wash certain fields out of your mind, out of your life, for your life to be clean. Pagan the mind. People who are not ready for passing through the word, they always go on living the old life because the new man must be renewed in the knowledge of God. Praise God. My prayer is that strength to stay in the word, strength to study the word, strength to hear the word, for your mind to be paid. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Pagin the mind. Pagin the mind. When the mind receives it. And it enters the heart. You naturally act on it. Thoughts not acted on. Or declared naturally dies. But when evil thoughts come and you nurture it, it enters the heart. You naturally walk it. Praise the Lord. The fact that you are saved doesn't mean sometimes evil thoughts will not come. No, 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 no. It will come. But you shut it off with the shield of faith and what is the shield of faith? The word of God you know about that issue. Praise the Lord. You use it to counteract it. Come God has said that. It's the thought. So thoughts not acted on. Or thoughts not spoken. Naturally dies off. In your mind. But when it comes. And you receive it. It enters the heart. You start to act. When it comes and you receive and you say it. You begin to do it. Praise the Lord. So purge your mind. You and I need to purge our mind daily in the word. Coming to church is not a waste of time. What we are doing right now. is a time of spiritual souring. Cleansing your mind from debris and filth so that when we go, we can do the right thing. So, staying in the word, hearing the word, reading the word, studying it, it's what will keep your life secure. Praise the Lord. A Christian who doesn't love the word and stay in the word, always praying, no word, always praying, no word, will end up doing every evil thing. That's why it is so. Watch people who stay in the word. Watch their life. Watch their life. So if you combine the two, you are a word and a prayer then, your life is exploding. Your life is exploding. 
people finish prayer meeting and they go and fornicate. You think you can come out from word meeting like this and go and fornicate? Allah. Praise the Lord. The one who led the prayer, after he finishes with a member in the prayer team, they go and... <laughs> they haven't even gotten home yet. Praise God. They are still on the path to the house. So, what? Stay in the West. And you build your prayer life alongside. Uh, you are, you are, you are, okay. And point two, how do I purge my mind? I purge my mind by also employing the blood. I purge my mind by employing the power in the blood. The blood of Jesus is powerful. It carries the dunamis to cleanse your mind. The power out of filth. It is able to cleanse your conscience. That is the spirit of your mind. Your mind have a spirit. That is the one we call conscience. And that is the control room of your mind. That is where all the evils and the whatever goes on. The engine room. The spirit of your mind. Your conscience. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The spirit of your mind. Therefore you clean it with the blood. The blood. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. And then the verse 27 said that for all things are paid. Hebrews 9. 14. Let's read 14 first. Then we move to 22. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Then the 22 says, And almost all things are by the law, purged by heart. And without shedding of blood, there is no remission of it. So, almost all things are packed by the blood. Including the spirit of your mind. That is your conscience. So, you engage the blood. Blood of Jesus. I engage the blood to wash every field in my mind. In the name of Jesus. By the blood, I command. That my mind be paid. My mind be paid. My mind be paid. And with that, what then benefit do you now receive as you walk in purity, as you walk in holiness, as you walk in righteousness, as you walk with the Lord? Praise God.
as we walk in purity, one of the key blessings we receive is the blessing of access into divine secrets. Divine secrets. Divine secrets. You see, first of all, we began by saying that the secret of what? Lawlessness. <laughs> so there are secrets in sin. Sin. Maybe when we get to the month of wisdom, we will talk about demonic wisdom. And God will expose us to some of those things. Secrets in sin. There are people who visit uh, demonic people, people who are using Satan's spirit, and then they give them something, how to humanize. You understand? They give them, they go for something. That whoever you are, when they approach you, you will give in. Have you heard those stories before? Secrets in sin. The same thing, there is also access to secret in God. That is what it is the secrets available to you that gives you upper hand over your heart, your competitor. Praise the Lord. The secrets you know that your competitor know that gives you an upper hand over him. Praise the Lord. What differentiates an A student from a B student is the secret he knows, the information he has access to. You understand? You go and write the exams, you say, what is chemistry? Then you have written one line. Then another person has written three lines. Praise the Lord. And they are facts. They are facts, not intention one. Praise the Lord. <laughs> not somebody define chemistry there you see chemistry is a science there are so many science whatever biology what have you done man it's not that <laughs> praise the lord <laughs> hallelujah are you here with me so secrets 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 in Psalm 25 verse 14 It says the secrets of the Lord Are with them that fear him And he will show them His covenant The secret of the Lord So those who fear the Lord Who walk in holiness They have secrets God Trusts them with divine secrets Behind every great story, every great success, is secrets. Somebody made a wisdom statement. He said, if you want the glory, know the story. Praise the Lord. If you want the success, know the secret behind it. Every great person has secrets to share. So you're asking him, what made you like this? You see, I did that. I, those are the secrets that 
lifted him or her to where he is now. And holiness, the fear of God, puts you into divine secrets. Job 29 verse 3. He said, when the secret of the Lord was upon my tap knuckles, Job was the greatest in all the east. And he had secrets. When his candle signed up, start from verse 1 please. Job 29. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Oh, that I were as in the man past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness, as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my heart, and he was the greatest. In, uh, the secret of God was in his house. He knew what to do to become great in all the east. From biblical historians, the east was the greatest nation in the days of Job. Like America in our days. And he was the greatest. The rich in the east still called him what? Rich. Greatness. Because he had access to secrets. Purity brings you to a place of accessing divine secrets. Praise God. You want to be on your feet this morning. We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Congress Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.